So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Welcome to the David Spizak Show. Listen, it's um, such an interesting time, isn't it? Always that first week of the year. Everybody's brand new. Whatever you did last year, whether it was awesome, whether it was far short of your expectations or your hopes, that slate has been wiped clean and it has been replaced. You've literally been handed. It's as if you've been handed a blank book. And in that blank book, There are 12 chapters, and each chapter has a heading. And each heading, as you may suspect, is the name of a different month. And this first one, obviously January. And you know a a good book grabs people right from the get-go, right? A good book sets the table for a fantastic ending. And that's what you want to do. It's important. This month is important because it's going to determine or even dictate what the end of this year is going to look like. And that may sound absolutely preposterous that on the, on the 6th of January, as I sit here, um, that what I'm doing in this first week or two weeks or three weeks, somehow David is going to dictate what this year is going to look like for me. But it's absolutely true. Listen, this is a simple mathematical fact that by the time this month finishes, one-twelfth of this year will be in the books. Think about that mathematically, one-twelfth. By the time February finishes, it goes from one-twelfth to one-sixth. Can you feel the urgency mounting? End of March, one-quarter. So in 90 days' time, we went from one-twelfth to one-sixth to one-quarter. Now, you could imagine mathematically that by the time that 25% of a year is in the books, it's going to be tougher to either move somebody off their mark if they're going in a great direction or for them to recover and to be able to regain the momentum that they need in order to be able to ultimately hit the numbers that they wanted to achieve for the year. So, you know, oftentimes I like to make uh, analogies, you know that, and today I'm going to make an analogy to sports. You know, this year, Write it down. When you look at, if you're an NBA fan, we're in the midst of the NBA season, NHL, coming up on the All-Star Game, same thing for the NBA. Football season, we're just about in playoff time. And baseball season is going to start right around the corner, right? March, April. April's going to be opening day. Well, here's something to ponder. Every single season, regardless of the sport, whether it's soccer football, hockey, basketball, baseball, or anything else, right? Whether it's women's soccer, whether it's lacrosse, whatever it is you follow, whatever you're into, there will be one or more teams that miss the playoffs by a half a game, by one game. And so you got to ask yourself, I mean, the common thing, the normal thing to do is to go, man, oh man, we get down to that last month of the season, those last two weeks, that last week, It's crunch time. This is when we need to rise up. These are the games that matter. You'll oftentimes hear a coach say, these are the games that matter. Help me understand something. How did the game 
in the last month or two weeks of the season matter any more than the games in the first two weeks of the season. The last time I looked, they all count the same when it comes to the results. So if I happen to go on a streak where I blow one or two games in the month of April in baseball, where I had a nice lead and I blew it, and I missed the playoffs by one game, did those games matter? They sure did. The truth is, we would always be wise to throw our calendars away. Because the reality is, every day matters. And everything counts. Everything you do today is either going to bring you one step closer to your January goal, your quarter one goal, your first half goal, and your 2023 goal. Or it's going to take you one step further. Think about that. You literally can take a a piece of paper, blank paper out of the printer, draw a vertical line to split the left and right side, put a plus sign on the upper left, a minus sign on the upper right, and just write down everything you did today. If it brings you one step closer to your goal, put on the plus sign. If it takes you one step further from your goal, selling more cars, making more gross, improving your net profit, increasing your employee retention, increasing your client retention, whatever it might be. If it's something great, put on the left side. If what you're doing right now is moving you away from that, two things. First, write it down on the negative side and then stop doing it. And start doing something that's going to promote the results you actually want. You see, this is the time of year when champions prepare to become champions. They don't just wake up at the end of the year. They don't just decide in Q4, oh my God, maybe we should get serious right about now. No, man. The people right now that are in the off season of their respective sport are practicing right now to put themselves in a position to be better, to be competitive, and to have a shot of being the best. What do you want for this year? Regardless of what your position is in a dealership, are you a service manager, fixed op manager, parts manager? Do you want to increase your wholesale market penetration? Do you want to increase your margins? Do you want to increase your client retention, your gross? Do you want to reduce your obsolescence? Those things are all important. They all count and they all make a contribution to either cash flow or net profit. Same thing if you're on the front end of the dealership, right? Maybe you're a salesperson, you're a sales manager. And if you're a salesperson, you know, how are you going to get better? By selling more cars? No, man. You're going to get better by handling your leads better, differently, more effectively, more consistently. You're going to get better by making more calls on a daily basis, doing more follow-up on a daily basis, getting more referrals, setting more appointments. The cars you sell and the money you make are byproducts. They're not what you do. They're the byproducts of what you do. So no matter where you are in the dealership, if you're the president of an organization, a huge multi-store organization, or you're a support person, a salesperson, or anything else, you work in the business office, and you're in one of those important jobs, that help us keep our businesses running. What you do today will dictate what this month looks like and how this year ends up. And the second thing I wanted to share with you is this. 
What a difference a year makes, right? What a difference a year makes. I mean, as we sit here today, what is the difference in interest rates between today and one year ago? What is the implications on people's likelihood to buy a car or what they buy? One year ago today, it was still nearly impossible for a consumer to find their first or second choice of vehicles. That's not the case today. One year ago today, everything was selling for MSRP or over MSRP. One year ago today, there was an article talking about how a specific car was selling for 50000 over sticker. Think about that. The amount it was selling over sticker was equal to an amount somebody could have used to buy an average price car in the United States. The average price car in the United States, new cars, is around $47,000. That markup one year ago today would have bought another one of those cars. What's that markup look like today? Not there anymore. The cars that were selling at MSRP, many of them are not. They're selling for under MSRP. So I want you to also ponder this. Okay, when you think about this, there's a litany of changes that have occurred in terms of the environment you're in, whether you're in the service department, whether you're in the front end, the variable department, newer used cars, new car volume, going to be higher. Used car volume, probably going to be higher. If we sell more new cars, there's going to be more trades, and those trades are going to turn into used car deals. The prices on both new cars and used cars are going to be more approachable for consumers. Awesome. But that also translates into lower margins for the people that are transacting on the dealership side. So that means the dealership is going to make less per car. Salespeople will make less per car. And you got to do something to mitigate that, right? And speaking of used cars, what's going on there? Well, we've seen for the last four or five months now, depreciation has come back and it's come back in a big way. We saw some months where vehicles, some were depreciating 10 to 15% in a single month. We saw literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of cars, millions of cars across the country that went from being the right price relative to market to being where dealers were in them way over what the market currently values them. That's changed dramatically. And that means, you know what else is coming back? Prospective wholesale loss. It means if we don't do an expert job of balancing, managing our inventories, we can look forward to the likelihood of wholesale loss that we never even had to think about for the last two or three years. And it goes on and on and on. Expenses, up. Cost of carrying a car, up. Right? F&I PVRs, down. Why? Average price is down, which means the average reserve goes down. Units in operation are heading up. Great for your warranty RO count. Great for your internal RO count. So listen, bottom line is I just reeled off 10 or 12 minimum significant shifts from just one year ago today. And what does that tell you? It tells you that if you use the same blueprint, the same game plan, the same approach, processes, and methodologies that you did last year, from marketing messages to how much you're spending in marketing budgets, a lot of dealers pulled back. 
And now they're trying to get the customers back interested again, but you can't just flip a switch. You got to rely on professionals that are going to help you. You got to have the best in search. You got to have the best in social. You have to have the best in a marketing agency. You have to have the best in terms of digital OTT and other areas. Your creative has to level up. The creative we used one year ago, not going to work today. Different world. So what all this means is it's once again, this is not bad. It's actually good. It's time once again to rethink, reassess, reinvent, redeploy your resources. It's time to once again reinvent so that you can optimize with what the industry uh, scenario looks like today. And here's the cool thing. We are moving. In fact, it's already happened. We are literally in the midst of it. Where we're moving from a very low volume, hyper, you know, increase margins in new cars and used cars to a higher volume. I didn't say high necessarily. Higher volume, lower margin. I also didn't say low. The margins are likely to still be much better than 2019 pre-pandemic. Volumes are likely to be much better than they've been for the last year, maybe two years, depending on the brand and the model. And what does that mean? It means more trade-in opportunities. It means more F&I opportunities. It means more customer pay, warranty, and internal opportunities, more reconditioning opportunities, right? So all of a sudden, the entire dynamic has shifted. And we just have to make sure that we shift with it. So I'm asking you, again, it may sound preposterous. It's the sixth day of January, David. Settle down, simmer down. What's the hurry? Well, the hurry is every day counts. And if I'm behind already six days in, I've got work to do. But here's the bigger challenge, the bigger focus that I want you to really consider. If it's a matter that you have your 2023 game plan, blueprint in place, and it's just a matter that six days in, you're running behind, that's one thing. But if you're still operating on your 2022 blueprint for marketing messages, marketing spend, sales process, sales training, or anything else, man, you got way more work to do. And it's time to start right now. If you could look within your dealership and you have everything you need, the right people, the right resources, the right mindset, the right training, the right technology, the right inventories and new and used, the right people on the back end, enough technicians to take on additional RO count. If you have everything, it's just a matter of putting together the plan expertly and holding yourself accountable to execute that plan, doing the things that must be done on a daily basis in every department by every position. That's how you're going to win. But if you don't have all those answers, and many dealers aren't going to, many dealers are not going to be prepared for what we're likely going to see when it comes to the people side of the business. Last year, 
you know, we were all excited about the Cox study that showed we had the lowest sales turnover in history for as long as they've been measuring it, which has not been terribly long, but still it's incredibly impressive. It was uplifting to hear that. But let's be honest. When the average salesperson goes from making 40 grand a year to 120, 150, 200 grand a year, why would they leave? What's that going to look like this year? What's it going to look like as the average commission comes rocketing back down to earth? Maybe not back to 2019 levels, but let's be real. There are dealers right now, right now, 6th of January, today will sell a car and it will be a Mini. Can you imagine? Haven't heard that word in a while. So we've got to make sure that we've got the tools, the people, the processes, the plan in place to maximize 2023. And if you don't, you should call somebody like me. You should call somebody who's navigated rough waters, who's had to turn a ship into a storm, who's been through countless downturns, right? Who's seen these obstacles and knows how to navigate them, who understands the data and understands not just where we are, but where we're going. And if it's not me, you got to find somebody who's an expert at search, an expert at social, right? You look, Foundation Direct on Search, for example. Constellation on Social. They're both the best at what they do. There's companies out there, no matter what you want to do. You want to procure cars? You could use tools like AccuTrade that Cars has. Cars.com has. By the way, I don't get paid if you sign up for AccuTrade or those things. But you got to get somebody who's a, who is a mastered. You need mastery in every area of your dealership. The last two or three years, if you did no sales training, would you make great money? You bet. If your, balance, if your inventory balance wasn't perfect in used cars, did you still make a ton of money? You bet. If you didn't have the right perfect inventory balance, colors, options, and new cars, did you still make all the money? You bet. If we had a fewer amount of ROs coming in, for internals and warranty, did you still turn out, I mean, did it still turn out to be a great net profit? You bet. Do any of those apply today? No. So take the time. Yes, it's only the six, but take the time because I guarantee you that if you'll do that, if you look at what you're doing today, what you've done the last year or two, and you really give thought with your management team, on what must be done, not what should, what must be done in every area of every department in order to optimize what 2023 is offering up as an opportunity. If you do that, then it's merely a matter of execution, and we already know that you'll be hoisting up that championship trophy. You can have the best year of your life. Yep, even better than the last year, two years, or three years. You know what's even better news? It's sustainable. Unlike the pandemic or a chip shortage, it's sustainable. So I hope if this has made you a little anxious, so be it. I think that's good. You know, if it causes you to do some thinking, that's great. But if it moves you to action, that would really be the best outcome 
that we could possibly expect, right? Because the idea in life is never just to get smarter. Knowledge in and of itself is not power. Knowledge activated is power. So the idea is not to get smarter. The idea is to get better. Listen, thanks for joining me. I know it's early in the year, but every game counts. Every day counts. Go out and make today count. Thanks so much. And by the way, please take the time to leave a review if it's good, bad, or ugly. I appreciate them all. I read them all. Please take the time to download or subscribe uh, on your wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else. And if you take the time to share it out to anybody who you think this might help, that would be awesome. That will make a further contribution to having somebody else have the ability to have their best year ever. Thanks again. See you next time. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens. Thank you.